Greetings and salutations, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. I appreciate all of the positive comments I get from um, the people who listen. So thank you very much for that. You can go to our website, www.herbstoyourhealth.net, to access the podcast, to send an email, ask a question, make a comment, whatever you wish. I respond to all emails within 24 hours. If you don't get a response, that means I didn't get your email. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. We're in Greensburg, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. We had a very successful ladies' night, ladies' and men's and people's night, I should call it. And I neglected to thank all the veterans. So thank you, veterans. Uh, My first story today comes from a 60-year-old woman who loves the medicine. She loves medicine. She said, I love medicine. I love the medical profession. She believes everything that they tell her. She has had every possible organ removed from her body that can be removed. She had a boot on her foot from two broken bones she got by walking fast. Um, She's had many joint replacements, believes her daughter's polycystic ovary disease is hereditary. She believes that all her cousins who have cancer, it's also hereditary. Why am I telling you this? Well, for two reasons. First, she appears to be operating on a different set of facts from what I am. So if you wish to operate on a different set of facts, that's your choice. And more importantly, I have zero judgments of her or anyone else because I realize there is room in God's universe for everyone's opinions and choices. Now on to, remember David Letterman used to do the top 10 list? Okay, here's my top 10 list of ways taking my daily supplement program makes me feel. Confident empowered, smart, capable, euphoric, that's not mine, I borrowed that one, but it does, it works for me too. Responsible, here's why I feel responsible, because I am taking care of myself so that I don't give germs to other people. I am taking care of myself so nobody else has to take care of me like ever, uh, which is my next one, self-sufficient, healthy, youthful, and the top one, the top reason or the top thing that taking supplements makes me feel, it's actually two, appreciative and grateful, super grateful. Um, Stress, so many people have stress. It's not only aging us prematurely, it's kind of a killer. Stress causes distress, Distress causes dis-ease, disease. We've known for a really long time that stress accelerates the arrival of old age by increasing the amount of cortisol coursing through our bodies. 
increased levels of this stress hormone cortisol are linked to the inflammation and the um, oxidation, free radical damage, that are at the root of today's so-called diseases of old age, diseases of aging, chronic diseases, including heart, high blood pressure, cancer, dementia, and a weakened immune system. A new study by researchers at the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences kind of proves that it provides more evidence that long-term stress speeds up the aging process by causing telomeres to shrink. As a regular podcast listener, you know telomeres are tiny caps um, of genetic code at the end of each DNA strand. There are biological countdown clocks that determine how fast we age. The longer your telomeres are, the younger your cells act. The shorter your telomeres, the more prone you are to disease and old age and P.S. looking ghastly. So in this study, the researchers measured telomere length of their volunteers between the ages of 35 and 74. I mean, seriously, I would have gone up to like 110. Um, Then the participants filled out questionnaires to determine how much stress they experienced in their lives. The researchers confirmed that stress grinds down your telomeres over the course of a lifetime, but they discovered something, uh, yeah, even worse. The toll stress takes on your telomeres accelerates greatly after age 55. When you're young, your body has time to repair the damage, But as you age, the damage becomes harder and harder to undo. The first step is to e-stress. Hello. (laughs) So I say with adaptogenic herbs, with uh, meditation, sleep. Um, the, The second step is to activate your body's production of telomerase, the enzyme that rebuilds telomere length. So DHEA is a really good way to do it. It's a hormone produced naturally in our adrenal glands. Increasing DHEA levels provides a two-pronged approach to growing old without aging and growing old without looking old. It lowers cortisol levels and increases telomere length. We produce DHEA when times are good, when um, you feel secure, free of stressors, you know, you just ate some delicious food. Unfortunately, DHE declines as you age. By the time you are 65 years old, you only have about 10% of the DHEA you had when you were 20. Boosting levels will help lower cortisol and control your anxiety. But studies show that DHEA also increases telomerase, yay. Uh, 50 men and women between the ages of 20 and 80 supplemented with DHEA and that what they had an almost 2,000% increase from 25 to 500. So um, take it first thing in the morning, 
okay? But we can do other things besides DHEA, vitamin D3, omegas like super omega and krill oil and honey raw unpasteurized honey which we have thanks to our beekeeper john um it's just you know put some in your tea d-h-e-a-f is designed for women um d-h-e-a appears to produce an overall balancing effect on the body. Uh, DHE levels drop during serious illness. And um, it's been connected to immunity, insulin function, memory, muscle tone, sleep, general well-being, reduces cardiovascular disease. A multitude of research studies um, show that it's helpful in autoimmune diseases, degenerative conditions. Let's just take it. Um, <clears throat> there was a double-blind study by researchers at the Medical College of Virginia. 64% of, of MS patients receiving DHEA experienced significantly less fatigue and greater stamina. Okay, so the, the one for the women has chase tree in it, false unicorn, and wild yam. Um, wild yam increases, well, it, it, it actually imitates the effect of progesterone in the body, and progesterone buffers the negative effects of elevated estrogen levels. So let's all the women take our DHEAF. And then for the gentlemen, we have DHEAM. Um, the, there was a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine. It followed men over a prolonged period of time. As they aged, not only did DHEA levels decrease, but those with histories of heart disease had very low levels. Overall, an increased risk of death was exhibited from any cause having to do with lower levels of DHEA. So it has the DHEA, it has uh, herbs for men, Damiana, which is a tonic and restorative herb for the nervous system, ginseng, pumpkin seeds, and sar sarsaparilla. Um, I think it has saw palmetto in it too, I'm not sure. Not sure about that, folks. Have to kind of look that one up. Um, moving on, uh, people ask me frequently what I think of forced vaccines. But let me tell you who never asked that question. Uh, if they have chosen in, out of fear, in my opinion, to get two to three shots and boosters and whatever, they never ask. So because they're, I guess, because they're choosing. And again, no judgments, your body, your choice. Pretty much I've always been opposed to mandatory vaccination. Since no medical procedure is without risk, I've always believed in informed consent. I learned about informed consent in a whole different arena in the early 80s. So it wasn't even having to do with the medical profession. What that means is that each person should be given the right to evaluate the potential risks and benefits 
of any medical procedure and make their own informed choice. Do you know anyone who does that? My position has always been that if vaccines work, then the people who are getting them are protected against the disease, while people who, which is not quite true, I heard that they only last seven months, and most people who have had uh, two shots and boosters get COVID. So anyway, but the then you would think that the people who don't get them um, are risking the possibility of getting disease. But this argument has been twisted by some strange idea that the people who aren't vaccinated are putting the people who are vaccinated at risk. So it's just illogical, um, unbelievable, preposterous. Okay. So um, I don't want to debate the vaccine issue, but rather to state my position. First of all, they're not vaccines by the traditional definition of a vaccine, but are rather an experimental gene therapy, a whole new technology being tried for the first time. Everyone who gets one is part of the clinical trials. They have not been proven safe or effective. I know people say that, but they have not been proven safe or effective. They were approved under an emergency authorization and have not gone through traditional safety or effectiveness studies. Yet people are being lied to and being told they have. These quote unquote vaccines have a very high rate of side effects more than any other one yet developed, but this information is routinely suppressed. There's something like 8 million injuries, injuries, deaths so far, you know, combination, mostly injuries, but, um, and furthermore, there are myriad ways to uh, treat COVID, the flu, a cold, they're called supplements. They're cheap, they're effective, and they're preventative. From the very beginning of the COVID-19 crisis, you know, if you've been listening to me for any period of time, I thought something was awry, so to speak. The way you control people is make them so afraid of something that they're willing to surrender their freedom in exchange for protection. And when people say that they're getting their children vaccinated because they could die from COVID, there are almost no deaths of children. They're, it's so small. Kids recover very quickly, as you know. If you've ever been around kids, you know they recover. If you catch what they had, it takes you a, a little longer, let's just say. Um, <clears throat> I recently watched a, a video very short. Uh, it was a powerful speech by European Union Parliament member Christine Anderson against forced COVID vaccines. She said, um, I won't quote, I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig vaccinated with an experimental drug. Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom for I am a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key. But you will never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated 
if I, the free citizen that I am, choose not to be vaccinated. Uh, <clears throat> totally agree with that. And, <clears throat> you know, the, no matter what the state of the world might be, it's my pragmatic job and my sole task to perpetuate regeneration and awakening and inspiration and liberation through the use of supplements and positive thoughts. Borrowing from Charles Dickens, I proclaim it to be irrelevant, whether it's the best of times or the worst of times, the season of light or the season of darkness, the spring of hope or the winter of despair. My goals are the same in all cases. <clears throat> when I was in high school, I had a fascination with linguistics and language and um, how, words, basically. Noam Chomsky was someone who I researched for a paper one, one time. Well, I don't know, maybe a couple of them. Anyway, he says, optimism is a strategy for making a better future because unless you believe that the future can be better, you are unlikely to step up and take responsibility for making it so. If you assume there is no hope, you guarantee there will be no hope. And Martin Luther King Jr. said, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Turn on a light. Um, we can avoid giving away our power by listening to our own voice of knowing. You know, we, we may have been taught from the time we were children to give away our power to others. When we were told to uh, kiss and hug relatives or friends of the family when we didn't want to, or pet dogs when we didn't want to, um, we were learning to override our inner sense of knowing and our right to determine for ourselves what we want to do. Free will choice. Um, then the repression could have been continued in many experiences at school or situations at work. Uh, it's, some people don't even know how to hold on to their power because giving it away is so automatic and ingrained. To some degree, giving our energy to other people is simply part of the social contract. But it's possible to exchange energy in a way that preserves our inner integrity and stability. It begins in a small way by listening to your intuition, the voice that continues to let us know what we want, no matter how many times we override it. What, um, examples of how we give our way our power are buying into trends, let other people make decisions for us. Just because everyone watches the news and is up on the news that I have to do it too. Wrong, so wrong. Um, but in giving away our power, we must also be aware of the opposite side, which is standing in our power, but being aggressive. Being aggressive is a form of fear so the remedy is to let our inner balance come back into play. And all we have to do is have the confidence to listen to our own voice and let it guide us to make our decisions in life. Train yourself to listen to the still small voice. Um, speaking of strengthening your immune system, who was? Maybe, maybe I was earlier. 
uh, cruciferous vegetables improve immune function. More research, you know, it's amazing to me how much um, research is done for things that we already know. So it's okay. Our results provide, their, this is their conclusion, our results provide a molecular basis for the importance of cruciferous vegetable-derived phytonutrients as part of a healthy diet in sustaining important elements of the immune system and in controlling bacterial colonization. Cruciferous vegetables, my all-time favorite cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, uh, kale. Those are the only ones out of the list that I eat actually, but there's also on there kohlrabi and rutabaga. <laughs> Cauliflower exemplifies the detoxifying power of cruciferous vegetables <clears throat> because it's a very good source of a detoxifying phytochemical called deglucurate. So our bodies have natural systems that eliminate toxins. Deglucurate works with this system to stimulate the letting go of toxins so they can be released and excreted from the body. Deglucurate does this by suppressing an enzyme that triggers the hold on mechanism in the body. So when you consume deglucurate by eating cauliflower, it helps cleanse the body of toxins. Isn't that wonderful? So I see a lot of uh, herbalists, uh, acquaintances, um, rely on evidence-based medicine. While I believe in the importance of evidence, this so-called evidence-based approach tends to be disease-oriented and reductionistic. When using this type, this style of allopathic medicine, you know, you don't usually get good results. We get much better results when we recommend programs. Um, it, it, you know, evidence-based impoverishes herbalism. So instead of understanding the complex actions of an herb and seeking to balance the underlying causes of illness, we reduce the herbs to overly simplistic allopathic recommendation. <clears throat> Traditional herbalism isn't about using this herb for this disease. It's about using herbs as part of a holistic approach that seeks to correct the underlying imbalances in the body so the body can return to its natural state of health. That's why herb, at Herbs to Your Health, we offer strategies for and health programs to add years to your life and life to your years. So, here are some um, things that I hear from people. I hear, well, I get overwhelmed. I hear from people, I'm taking too many supplements. And recently I heard, if you wanna kill someone, give them magnesium. Uh, no judgments, but that third one is just plain preposterous. You know, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel you're taking too many supplements, it's your body and it's your choice. 
I choose to take a lot because they, they make me feel refer to my top 10 list. So if that's not your experience, it's okay. So magnesium is an essential mineral involved in nearly every function of the body. Magnesium is necessary for cardiac health, the production of ATP, which is the molecule that provides energy for the cells, formation of bone and protein, healthy functioning of nerves and muscles, the regulation of blood pressure and blood sugar levels. Magnesium plays an important role in insulin secretion and function. Magnesium also helps maintain the acid alkaline balance of the body and is necessary for calcium to function properly. Furthermore, magnesium is needed for healthy muscle, nerve, and blood vessel tone and is thought to help prevent blood vessel spasms. Determining magnesium deficiency, well, I don't know if it's that hard actually. Uh, symptoms include anxiety, um, depression, fatigue, convulsion, seizures, hearing loss, insomnia, muscle spasms, neuropsychiatric disturbances, nervousness, tremors, and weakness. Studies have shown that magnesium deficiency also causes a significant increase in free radicals and subsequent tissue injury, decreases immune response, um, accelerates the progress, progressive degeneration of the thymus. That is, we need our thymus glands. It's right there behind the breastbone. Remember how um, Tarzan would thump his chest where we're supposed to thump our thymuses to activate the immune system. In addition, magnesium deficiency can lead to cardiovascular disorders, arrhythmia, chest pain, high blood pressure, coronary artery disease, um, progressive narrowing and hardening of the arteries. You know, those uh, cardiac things have, you would have to have abnormally low levels of magnesium. Uh, muscle spasms. So, you know, magnesium does a lot for us. Um, magnesium is helpful for asthmatics. It helps relax the bronchial tubes and smooth muscle in the esophagus. So if you supplement with magnesium, it's going to help you. Um, <clears throat> stress-induced damage, oxidative stress. I mean, I could go on. Let's just take our magnesium. Uh, and our final story comes from a 68-year-old who about six months ago uh, came in here. She looked like um, death warmed over. She had such a bad heart that a cardiologist told her she had stage four heart disease, like one foot in the grave and another one on a banana peel. She was faithful to our supplement program, brought a friend in yesterday. She looks 20 years younger than she did before. Um, she feels great. 
She said nobody wanted to tell her how terrible she looked. I didn't tell her. I was just like horrified. But she said she went shopping and looked in a mirror in the department store and she said, oh my gosh. And now she can look in the mirror. So <clears throat> heart disease, like most degenerative diseases, is primarily caused by chronic inflammation and free radical damage. So we wanted, uh, and the oxidation of cholesterol that leads to arterial plaque. It's not the level of cholesterol, it's whether it's oxidized or not. So you could have cholesterol levels of 500. And if you have no inflammation in your body, which is probably unlikely, but uh, then nothing bad's gonna happen. So high cholesterols, for instance, if you were to throw gasoline on me, nothing bad would really happen to me unless you lit a match. So that's the inflammation part of it. Supplements and herbs help, but the prevention of heart disease requires adopting diet and lifestyle changes. So you can kind of evaluate your risk of heart disease. Do you have varicose veins, hemorrhoids? Do you have gum disease? Do you have fatigue and shortness of breath? Um, do you bruise easily? That means you lack vitamin C also. So the first key to preventing or reversing heart disease is increase your intake of antioxidants. Megacal contains CoQ10. Um, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries reduces cardiovascular inflammation, protects cholesterol from oxidizing, helps heal varicose veins, spider veins, and inflamed gums. Drink Tygo. Um, get an oil change. We have extra virgin olive oil that is actually so delicious, I could drink it right out of the bottle. Uh, coconut oil, organic butter and cream, organic whole milk dairy products, fat, um, ex fat, extra fat soluble vitamins, vitamin D3, vitamin E, vitamin K2, regulate your blood sugar, um, sugar reg, cinnamon balance. Cinnamon is a circulatory stimulant. Nutrients like chromium, vanadium, and berberine can be helpful, golden seal. Improve your blood flow with blood pressure X and magnesium because it helps muscles relax. It's a, a great alternative to calcium channel blockers often prescribed for high blood pressure. Manage your anger and stress. Uh, distress remedy, anxiousness. Um, liver balance is like an attitude adjustment in a bottle. My One of my favorite herbs, passion flower, uh, Nutricalm, ashwagandha, those adaptogenic herbs. And Hawthorne combined with ginkgo counteracts the effect of aging on the brain and the heart. Hawthorne helps to strengthen the heart. Omega-3 essential fatty acids reduce inflammation. Magnesium prevents spasms. Capsicum stimulates blood flow. Uh, Dr. 
John Christopher used to, he was an herbalist who carried a little black bag and went to people's houses, an eclectic physician. Um, he carried liquid capsicum. He said it stopped a heart attack in its tracks. And I've also known that capsicum can stop an asthma attack. Um, it helps normalize circulation throughout the body, equalizing blood flow to all parts. It also helps to balance blood pressure. Garlic has numerous positive effects on circulation. Take it with capsicum. Vitamin E prevents blood clots. Vitamin E protects against cardiovascular inflammation. And butcher's broom also helps prevent blood clots. Vitamin D3 um, reduces inflammation and helps reduce the overall risk for cardiovascular disease. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of the positive comments. And thank you for listening to another podcast. Bye.